This is the Oxford Review Research Briefing Synopsis for May 2023, and I'm David Wilkinson. In this month's synopsis, abrupt changes to work and psychological contract breaches, adaptive organising during sudden disruptive events, DEI and racism in organisations, what makes a difference at an organisational level, developing open innovation through collaboration and relational leadership, how changes in leader-follower relationships fluctuate and the impacts that it has, how leadership or the pursuit of serious leisure affects leaders' performance, inclusion in remote teams, making judgments about peers, the impact of attachment styles on feedback, the impact of mentor-learning orientation in mentor-mentee relationships, typology of conversational AI use in organisations, what factors increase the chances of novel business model success, developing better emotion regulation strategies and resilience, and emotional intelligence is connected with these work outcomes. Abrupt changes to work and psychological contract breaches. A new study looking at how the impact of abrupt change, such as sudden move to working from home during the pandemic, for example, leads to significant workplace disruption. What it found was that workplace disruption tends to result in increased work-life conflict, and that increased work-life conflict leads to greater employee-manager mistrust, and that both increased work-life conflict and higher levels of mistrust lead to increased perceptions of a breach of psychological contract, and that increased cognitive load, reduced decision-making ability and reduced problem-solving skills, as well as memory disruption. Additionally, effective coping strategies can significantly decrease the negative effects of abruptive change. Adaptive organising during sudden disruptive events. A new study looking at what happens at an organisational level when an organisation has to deal with sudden and unexpected disruptive events like a flood or other fast-moving disruptive events has found that, firstly, organisations need to engage in adaptive organising during such events. Existing centralised control and hierarchies are rarely effective in such situations. Lower level managers and frontline personnel need more autonomy and discretion. Goals and plans tend to emerge as the situation unfolds. Existing plans rarely work. Informational chaos, short time frames and disagreements mean that the frontline staff need to take responsibility and collaborate and negotiate more. Employees and managers often need to work with significantly higher levels of risk in their decision-making. Usually, standard operating procedures and policies are very likely not going to fit for purpose during the event, and adaption of these in the moment is critical. Additionally, lines of communication are likely to break down and also need to adapt. Senior managers need to adapt and get creative with resource acquisition. Inter-organisational ties between teams tend to become fractured. Frontline staff tend to become critical of managers and leaders and organisational commitment often declines in such situations. Interim organisational structures, changes in priorities and goals can result in friction between the leadership, management and employees. 
And lastly, temporary adaptive organisational structures are necessary. To learn more about this and download the full research briefing, go to the library and search for adaptive organising. DEI and racism in organisations. What makes a difference at an organisational level? A new large-scale machine learning study looking at the public statements of all Fortune 1000 companies and matching them with millions of ratings for DEI found that organisations are significantly more likely to be positively related by their employees in terms of DEI, that's diversity, equity and inclusion, if they openly and publicly publish diversity statements. Secondly, there are two approaches to diversity policies. The first one is what are known as identity-blind policies, which minimise differences to promote equality and fairness. And the second are identity-conscious policies, which acknowledge and value differences to promote diversity. Identity-conscious policies had better outcomes and received better DEI ratings from employees. To learn more about this, go to the library and search for DEI makes a difference. Developing open innovation through collaboration and relational leadership. A new study looking at what happens with the adoption and development of open innovation has found that, firstly, knowledge sharing and sourcing within an organisation are key to the adoption of open innovation. Developing an open innovation mindset across the organisation predicts increased knowledge sharing and sourcing. Relationships and relational leadership, where leadership and ideas can flow in any direction, also predict increased knowledge sharing and sourcing. And lastly, together, relational leadership and the development of an open innovation mindset increases the chances of open innovation being adopted and developed across an organisation. To learn more about this and to download the full research briefing, go to the library and search for Open Innovation Plus relational leadership. How changes in leader-follower relationships fluctuate and the impact it has. A new study has looked at the impact of week-to-week -week fluctuations in relationship quality between leaders and their followers on employee or follower affect or emotions, moods and beliefs and how that impacts behaviour and performance. The study found that employees tend to compare the quality of their relationships with their leader based on the last interactions they had with the leader in the previous week. Secondly, if the relationship appeared to be better than last week, a relationship gain, employees experience positive affect or emotions such as satisfaction. This tends to result in an increase in enthusiasm, motivation and productivity. If, however, the relationship, when compared with the previous week, appears to have worsened relationship loss, this tends to result in a negative affect and reduced enthusiasm, motivation and productivity. To learn more about this study, go to the library and search for Relationships Fluctuate. How leisureship or the pursuit of serious leisure affects leaders' performance. A new study looking at the impact of serious leisure, the systematic pursuit of an amateur, a hobby or a volunteer activity, for example, on leaders' work performance, known as leisureship, has found that leisureship can have both positive and negative effects on leaders' performance. Firstly, the positive impact on performance is that it tends to result in spillover from the leisure activity, 
because they develop or they're developing new knowledge, skills, self-efficacy or the confidence to solve problems, stress coping mechanisms and increased social capital and networks. Leisureship increases the leader's well-being and adaptability and leisureship also helps with the construction of different identities by the leaders which helps them to develop valuable leadership attributes and create better connections with followers. However, on the negative side, the negative impact on performance are things like serious leisure pursuits can lead to resource depletion in terms of cognitive overload, time, reduction of energy and distracted attention. It also can create a reduction in well-being and health, particularly if the leisure activity becomes an obsession. And the identity gained from the leisure pursuit may be rejected by people in the workplace. To learn more about this and to download the full research briefing, go to the library and search for Leisureship. Inclusion in remote teams. A new study looking at how to increase people's sense of inclusion in remote teams has found that virtual environments can have both positive and negative effects on inclusion of dissimilar individuals. It is important that managers create an environment where all individuals in a team feel useful and attached to the work group. And they can do this by encouraging frequent communication across the team, establishing routines and systems to ensure equal access to information and decision making, and include social information and communications. To learn more about this and get the full references, go to the library and search for Inclusion Remote Teams. Making judgments about peers. A new study looking at how people make peer judgments and how accurate they are has found that people with more experience and familiarity of the context and a greater number of examples of people with experience of the context tend to make more accurate peer judgments. However, even those without this data are able to make surprisingly accurate peer evaluations just by comparing the peer to themselves. To learn more about this, go to the library and search for Making Judgments. The Impact of Attachment Styles on Feedback A new study looking at the impact of psychological attachment style on giving and receiving feedback has found that a team leaders' attachment styles influences the degree to which they provide constructive feedback. Leaders with a secure attachment styles are more likely to give more balanced and constructive feedback. Leaders with an anxious style tend to give more favourable feedback and less negative or corrective feedback, and an avoidant attachment style reduces feedback giving altogether. And people with a secure attachment styles are more likely to feel psychologically secure when receiving feedback. An anxious attachment style tends to make people feel less psychologically safe unless the feedback that they're getting is predominantly or entirely positive. And an avoidant attachment style tends not to have a connection with their sense of psychological safety and as a result may react in a variety of ways to the feedback. Now the level of psychological safety a person feels when receiving feedback is largely dependent on their attachment styles and predicts the level of, and nature of the reactions to that feedback. Now when both the giver and receiver have secure attachment styles both the acceptance, its positive impact, and its outcomes increase. However, a mismatch in attachment styles can result in reduced feedback acceptance and impact. To learn more about this, 
go to the library and search for Attachment Styles Feedback. The impact of mentor learning orientation on mentor-mentee relationships. A new series of studies looking at the impact of the power dynamic between mentors and mentees has found that the mentor's greater expertise and the resource power of mentors increases the power differential between the mentor and the mentee. The power differential reduces both the mentor's and mentee's tendency to engage in perspective taking, empathy, bonding and rapport building, active listening and resource sharing. Overlooking valuable knowledge from the mentee leads to mentor decision-making errors. Mentors, mentees and their relationships significantly benefit from having a downward learning orientation. A mentor learning orientation leads to more engaged mentors, enhanced learning outcomes for the mentee and better experiences for both mentees and mentors. To learn more about this, go to the library and search for mentor learning orientation. The typology of conversational AI use in organisations. A new study looking at employees' reactions to the use of conversational AI, i.e. chatbots, in the workplace has found that there are broadly four types of conversational AI engagement. There are early quitters who stop using AI chatbots after their first encounter, progressives, people who embrace new technologies and incorporate them into their daily life, pragmatics who view AI chatbots as a tool to replace human-provided service like IT help desks, and persistence, users who keep using AI chatbots even when they don't respond correctly, thereby helping to develop and train the AI. To learn more about this, go to the library and search for Typology AI. What factors increase the chances of novel business model success? A new study looking at what predicts the success of novel business models has found that business model novelty alone is not enough for high performance. Novel business models only increase a firm's business effectiveness with a clear differentiation strategy. Success is predicted when the business model is aligned with and supported by the rest of the organisation. To learn more about this and to download the full research briefing, go to the library and search for Novel Business Model. Developing Better Emotion Regulation Strategies and Resilience A new study looking at why some people are better at deploying successful emotion regulation strategies than others, especially in more emotionally intense situations, has found that two factors predict emotion regulation strategy use. Firstly, tendency or habit, and secondly, cognitive capacity. Capacity tends to be associated with the mental health of the individual. People with better mental health tend to have greater cognitive capacity. The most successful emotion regulation strategies tend to require greater cognitive capacity. Building up healthy emotion regulation habits becomes critical the greater the intensity of the situation, especially for people with poorer mental health. To learn more about this, go to the library and search for Developing Better Emotion. Emotional intelligence is connected with these work outcomes. A new study has looked at the connections between emotional intelligence and a range of work and career factors. 
the study found that emotional intelligence significantly and positively impacts the following things. Career adaptability, career decision-making self-efficacy, entrepreneurial self-efficacy, entrepreneurial intention, salary level, career commitment, and career job satisfaction, and that emotional intelligence is negatively correlated with career decision-making difficulties and turnover intentions. The study also found that the following are not correlated with emotional intelligence at all. Belief in one's ability to successfully search for the right job and belief in how employable one is. To learn more about this, go to the library and search for Emotional Intelligence Work Outcomes. Also this month, we provided an A to Z list of decision-making methods and models. I'm updating that at the moment. I've received some new ones. Slides from the Relational Leadership Session from the 25th of May. Um, the Oxford Review, Volume 8, Number 4, and the Oxford Review, Volume 8, Number 5. There are videos and podcasts around why social identity during organisational change is critical. Taming the Culture Tiger with Dr. Kate Price. The relational leadership sessions from the 25th of May. There's three of those recorded, although the first one wasn't very good. Something happened to my sound. And then a session about transformational sales management and leads and how to lead sales teams and a video and podcast around transforming sales management. This is about how to lead sales teams through change. We've also done markdown files for every single one of the research briefings mentioned above and there are some new slide packs available as well. So approaches to measuring the performance of organizational strategy best practices designing and facilitating mentoring programs, how does a crisis impact performance appraisals, improving service quality through practice facilitation, recommendations for an effective coach-supervisor exchange, reducing excessive use of force through the use of force coaching, social chatbots in online classes, talent management coaching, the good and the bad, the connection between organisational politics, psychological safety climate and professionals' work engagement, the effects on reflection on creative problem solving, is it a useful practice or not, the impact of self-efficacy, motivation and feedback culture on informal learning, the opportunities neurodiversity offers organisations, paradoxes of organisational citizenship behaviour, citizenship ambivalence, women's leadership aspirations and virtual reality and augmented reality to use or not use for education and training and they're all available from the library now and that's it for the month of may 2023 and hopefully see you soon